Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. That's Burpo <laughs> McBurperson, my co-host, Jessica Delia. Hi, I legally changed my name. Yeah, and that was a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Was it, cost- it more paperwork than when you got married? Uh, yeah, but it was more worth it than getting married, too. <laughs> How many ice cream cakes did you have? Oh, just to get through the process, like 69. <laughs> <laughs> well... When in the end you get 420. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a really special guest. I've uh, been trying to book this uh, fascinating human, a uh, longtime friend for well over a year. And it just turned out she'd moved to Mexico <laughs> and well, moved back. Available. Um, I'm back now. She's a celebrity event wedding designer. Designer. I'm a, an event stylist. Stylist that's decorator. Really, that's really pretentious. Yeah, I'm an event Why decorator. Why is it pretentious? A celebrity event style. Well, so I what? Have, I have a few celebrities, not many, but well, we uh, should say your name in case people I, want to get famous oh, and then yeah, hire you, yes. Kaylin Murray. Welcome <laughs> am, to the Perdkirk. I am Kaylin. Hi, nice, nice to meet you, Jessica. Yeah, nice to meet you. So you've heard the podcast before, many and now times. you're on the podcast. That must be weird. It's it's pretty cool. I feel like I know a lot about um, how much Jessica, I burp. <laughs> yeah, Jessica's life and be, being in your apartment now, it's more glorious than I ever thought it would really? be. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of strange, though, because typically when I listen to your podcast, it's while I'm in the bath. Oh, it's, oh nice. It's, yeah, it's my, my bath time I'm, relax vibes. Uh, you're in good company. This is a, a safe bath space. Yeah. This Can is, we, do you guys want to? all just should we just relocate to the yeah, bathroom 100 yeah, there's nice no room cold for bath. all of us in that tub I, you and jessica maybe me and jessica maybe but not both of us we can just dip our toes i like yeah. jay can't even fit in that tub by himself so <laughs> um i recently though just bought a bunch of bath bombs Ooh. so yeah that's that's what happens when you work really close to a mall you, to a lush you just spend like 60 dollars on bath bombs whoops Oopsie daisy. I spend a lot of money at um, HomeSense on bath and body products. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that they have a lot of them. It's getting better. And it's like fancy Korean stuff and like all those things you see on Instagram. Hot Women with glowing skin. Because it's radioactive. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) But it's $4.99. So I buy it all. Yeah. Scrubs, creams. Yeah, treats, Serums. small treats. Yeah. Yeah. Little bits of luxury. Affordable Mm. luxury. I don't want those scrubs. I don't want no scrubs. Don't you know that I want no scrubs? <laughs> <laughs> Remix. <laughs> um, so it's boiling hot in Vancouver. Yep. I pulled up outside and Kaylin was also just walking in and I could not touch her because I was sweating so <laughs> profusely from the bike ride over here. I'm actually feeling quite fresh right now. I've been living in Mexico for the last right. year. Yeah, so this is, like, yeah, it's not hot at all. It's a balmy 28. It's nothing. I'm used to like 40 and all the humidity. So this is it's For people lovely. who live in hot cities, I'm sorry we sound stupid. Yeah. It's very humid here right now, which I think is for a us, problem. Yeah. yeah it's just not, right And the here. sun is very close to the earth right now. In my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but it's glowing. I can see you. I am radiant. I, yeah. can, I have set up a series of complex mirrors behind your chair <laughs> so I can be checking out your butthole while you're sitting in an armchair. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, what I do with my new days. Oh, oh fuck, so, it's hot. So you design how weddings look. Yes. Um, but you're not a wedding planner. I'm not no. a planner. No, I don't care what time your guests arrive. Yeah, fuck As that. long as it doesn't interfere with me setting up your lighting. I don't care where your grandma sits or whatever. I just want to make it look good. Um, I want to spend your money on beautiful flowers. And um, yeah, just make shit look pretty. 
You do make shit look very beautiful. I, I think I do all right yeah. at it. And you sort of, I remember when you started doing this a while ago, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm just, it turns out I'm really good at this. Did you have any prior training? I wasn't sure about that. No. no yeah. I am um, <laughs> just like kind of a, a savant. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I got married at one point in my life and I was like, hey, I made that look okay. And so I had a friend of a friend and I just sort of got into the industry and then she, the friend of a friend was moving to Finland and she said, do you want to buy my business? And I said, all right. So I did. And then I just threw myself in headlong into the industry. And it's luckily worked out. That's so, so cool. I think it's very Pretty cool, cool fluke. I yeah, guess. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Way back in the day when I worked at a f- place that had a like a floral department, weddings were not what they are now. They so are- it was like 20 years ago that I they guess I stopped working there when I was like 24. And I'm going to be like 43 this summer. It's, For the listener, I still look pretty good. <laughs> Not a day over 14. <laughs> Jail day. Pre-pubescent. Oh, no. Pre-pubes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I noticed that with a series of mirrors. Yeah. You You're like, it's a bit patchy. <laughs> Patch Adams, there's a red rubber nose in there. <laughs> Gross. What? What? Is it different? Is it different for you guys? uh, uh, Robin Williams' face. It's parted down the middle, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, What is happening here? (laughs) So you started doing uh, weddings a long time ago. Yeah. And then uh, I was at that wedding you mentioned that you were, you got married and it was beautiful. Yeah, you were. That's, I I forgot about that. Very drunk. My wedding. I was very drunk. I know we were dancing to Rihanna. Well, that checks out. (laughs) I was dancing to Rihanna before I got here. Yeah. The clearest memory I have of that is people kept bringing me shots and I wasn't drinking them and throwing them over my shoulder. And then the next day when I looked at my wedding dress, there was (laughs) stains all down the back of it. So yeah, that that fired a little bit. Well, that's a really good story though. Yeah, it's better than being super sloppily doing all the shots i think i did all of the shots first and then when the second round of them started oh, okay coming, Smart that's woman. when i started tossing them but I, it was it was messy that was a long time ago though it was was that like 2011 10 shit i'm no longer in that relationship neither so. am i yeah um let's do shots yeah absolutely <laughs> toss them down the back of my dress did you do shots when you got divorced <laughs> I here's a cool story. Um, so I thought I'd been divorced for a while. I got a, um, an email from my what I thought was my ex-husband about two weeks ago. And oh. uh, apparently we're not divorced yet. How is Steve? I don't know. <laughs> we only communicate via email. That's probably for the best. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But apparently we're not. Did you not sign yet. something properly? We did. He didn't submit it. Oh. So. Shitters. Yeah. That's not, not good because of like one, taxes but. and stuff. Yeah, I don't really know how that all worked. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm it's still fine. receiving his blue cross. I should go <gasps> yeah. see about getting some get acupuncture. Oh. medical. I was going to or... say, go get injured. <laughs> <laughs> I could get injured, see what happens. Yeah, take up a dangerous sport. Absolutely. Uh, Divorce you... sounds weird. Um, um, you can just do it like you can. Did you do like the Staples package where you just sign stuff? And... He just downloaded some stuff off the internet. We did do an official <laughs> thing, though, whereby someone stamped it in oh, a notary's notary. office. The one, that's the one thing he was supposed to submit, but didn't. Hmm. He has so, to get it re-stamped? Yeah, we got to get re-stamped. Do you have to be there? Yeah. Oh, come on, Steve. I know. Drop the ball on that. <laughs> no hard feelings. It's no hard feelings. I love you, it's Steve. Just, yeah, just... Maybe that's kind of the reason we're not married anymore. Yeah, because he doesn't <laughs> submit the forms on yeah. time. Yeah. That well. happened to me one time with my taxes, and I totally thought I had... I've done that, too. Filed them and everything, because I wasn't 
in charge of doing them. And then the person who does my taxes was like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't do them. And I was like, why, why not? And she was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Here they are. And I was like, well, OK, let's talk about our taxes. Let's talk about a little. Bit. Do you have a divorce and taxes? What else? Yeah. Oh, Been to a funeral. We're lately? such adults. <laughs> yes. And uh, tell us about a bridezilla. Oh, I yeah, I've got a I've got a lot of bridezillas. I th- I think the problem with a lot of them is they I I tend to like be a very friendly, open, welcoming people would want to be your friend. Yeah, and then they assume I'm their bridesmaid. Ooh. Um <laughs> and that I'm going to start doing personal things for them and start giving them stuff for free. Oh. Which oh, is really no. Yeah, so I, I there was one in particular where it was it was a like a, I was very booked up that week and um, I think I had four events that week and she came to me and was like, we really love your work. We want to hire you. And I was like, I'm completely booked. And she's like, please, can you just, can you fit us in? And I was like, all right, I can fit you in under the understanding that I, I wasn't going to be there and I mm-hmm. wasn't able to extend myself. But she started asking me to do favors for her and throw in free floral arrangements and um for her merkin yeah absolutely <laughs> her f- flower crown for her merkin it's so um, really in right now it was yeah it would have been beautiful but she didn't have the money to pay for it but um <laughs> basically being the nice person i am i think i ended up giving her a, probably about fifteen thousand dollars worth of stuff for about ten thousand dollars which wow. is i mean value added services and I could have charged for things and I could have done this and I could have done that. And I gave her a lot of free shit. And, um, on the day she was for some reason surprised that I wasn't there, even though her wedding was like in Harrison or something. And Mm -hmm. under the full understanding that I wasn't going to be there. And then I guess she just really wasn't happy with all the free things that I gave her. Um, because it wasn't enough free things. And then um, she sent me a very scathing, scathing email about how I had ruined her wedding. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if your free napkins weren't the right color, you have yeah, your priorities severely misaligned. Yeah. Um, it really hurt my feelings. And then she went on to um, write really horrible things on all of my social media Ugh. and to other vendors oh, about fuck. to not work with me and just dragged my name through the mud in the in the event industry luckily it's a very like supportive community and so people kind of laughed it off and understood what was going on but it really it really messed with my head what a nightmare yeah person and because my team didn't have time to set out the wedding favors that she hadn't told me about oh god um and move things from one place to another because she thought that we would be there throughout the whole wedding. So it was just a lot of things that she just assumed we would do, but we weren't even there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, which is kind of hard to do when you're not there. Yeah. Um, Why didn't you astral project though? Yeah, I could have. <laughs> so I was just having an off day, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it messed with my head really hard. I took it really personally. Um, but yeah, reading, reading about yourself on various forms of social media and what a shit job you've just done. Yeah. Did you remove any of the posts? I did. Yeah. Was and, there something um, you couldn't remove? Like a Yelp or? No, I, ooh, I don't even know. I've never. I had a, some weird discussions with Yelp. Yelp this week. That's why I asked. There might still be a lot of scathing reviews about me on Yelp. Who knows? You guys should look it up. On the dark web. You'd yeah. have to be registered as a business in a certain way. But okay, then no. 
Yeah, hopefully okay. Yeah, I don't own that. I actually sold that business before I moved to Mexico. I'm working for another company now, which is cool. I don't have to be the boss. Nice. And then if someone is pissed off at me, it's not my name getting dragged through the mud. It's my bosses. So that's cool. I have almost zero tolerance for like women abusing other women. Yeah. And absolutely no tolerance for women with money taking advantage of women who like we who are working for their right. living. And it happens. It happens and there's this entitlement when you have wealth and you have stuff. Well, and when you have wealth but you don't want to spend it. So that's you wealth. expect to haggle. You <laughs> yeah. expect to haggle your oh, yeah, way that's down. Like, it's the art of the deal. Absolutely. <laughs> but I find the richer a customer is, the like more petty they get about little things. It's they don't know certain, how to do anything. To a certain percent because I do have some clients that I've been working with for ages. Did did the wedding and then the one year anniversary no not the divorce (laughs) the wedding the one year anniversary the mom continues to hire me for parties and they're literal billionaires Mm -hmm. and they're great because they trust me give them our number do they want us to make a podcast for them about being rich (laughs) we can ask them so many questions a personal podcast you're right i'm making these sweeping generalizations uh to support your story, but of course it's not yeah. everybody. No, it's the people in that like not all rich that <laughs> mid level of wealth that they are still concerned about money. Mm-hmm. Like they still are checking their bank balance. They're not just signing off or giving you their credit card so you can spend their money as you wish. It's the people in the the kind of the mid bracket. It's if like I, when wealthy people use coupons to yeah. stay wealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what those people are. I want to be that person. My ex-father-in-law used to do that a lot. Yeah. I, I learned to appreciate coupons in a big way. So, I've started using them recently because I've gotten some really great ones. And I'm like, I'm not going to let this. The entertainment book. I used to get that every <laughs> year for Christmas. I used to sell that. My mom probably bought one from you. We used to sell one at the yoga store that was like for more like kind of green or environmental oh, or cool. like mind, body, soul stuff like yoga classes and like the vegetarian place and whatever aligning your butthole chakras um this will lead me into my retail nightmare which is long i was thinking of breaking up into two episodes it's so long whoa cliffhanger so um for the listener a few weeks ago i dropped my phone it's probably almost two months ago actually i dropped my phone i was looking at instagram or something but also holding the dog with the same hand and my phone flew out of my hand and finally had like the final fall it's i've had it for a long time what model is it it's like a Nexus from oh. 2013, 2014, maybe. Whoa. So I've had it a long time. That's extremely impressive. And it was a really good phone. When I first got the phone, like I got it on contract with my provider, which is called Fido for the American listener in Canada. Having a cell phone is extremely expensive and we don't have any competition here. So it's like a just a miserable existence. <laughs> so it was time to get a new phone. And I decided I was just going to... See how long this phone would last. It lasted four years. It's been cracked. It's very hot when I use it. My ear hurts after I use Holy it. Shit. I don't care. It's all the radiation. I only talk to my parents on the phone, really, unless it's like, you know, maybe I make two phone calls a week that aren't to a cab company. Mm-hmm. And then it broke and Jessica fixed it with some clear tape about two months ago. And uh, I will post a picture on the Facebook group. Uh, but a piece of glass definitely ended up in my butt cheek at some point and a, <laughs> and a little bit in my face. Not like sticking in and hurting it, but like scratching it. When you were 69ing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't have any vertebrae. Um, 
Um, so I was the last time I called Fido was about two years ago to change my address and to have a specific fee taken off my bill. And the man that I spoke to on the phone kept insisting that it wasn't on the bill, that I wasn't getting charged this extra seven dollars a month for uh. nothing. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can see it on my bill. He's like, I can. I'm like, I can. And he's like, I can. I'm like, I can. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm never talking to Fido again. Uh, so I've done most of my stuff online. And I was thinking about going to the Fido store downtown where I always get phones when I have a new phone up on my contract or whatever the case is. Uh, but I walked past it like eight weeks ago and it looked slightly different, which startled me because <laughs> it was the same store for like 10 years. And I'm like, well, now it's different. And I don't understand it. I don't want to go in. I'm too embarrassed. Technology has advanced so far in four years. <laughs> um, so I ordered it online. And I felt so chuffed. I was like, this is so great. The phone is going to just show up at my door. And then I don't know what happens after that, but then I have a new phone. So I chose the phone that I wanted and the delivery date was scheduled for not the Monday that just passed, but the Monday before when we released our last episode. And I checked the UPS like tracking thing and it said delivery denied by uh, recipient. And I was like, that's weird because my neighbors knew that I was going to get a package day and just sign for it. And so I call and they delivered it to my address from two years ago even though I'd filled it out and had called to change my address. To um, that guy, though, who my grumpy denied old, everything. Grumpy old landlord. Kind of admire that man. Uh, just the grumpiest guy. Uh, must have been like, no, she hasn't lived here for two years. You guys are fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> I so, would have taken the phone and yeah, with it. Right? This is a brand new, well, not brand new, but it was a new phone, new iPhone. And um, the... <laughs> So I call them I'm like, hey, you delivered it to the wrong address. They're like, no. And I'm like, yeah, you did. They're like, no problem. We'll send you a new phone. But this takes like we're already into like now being on hold, sending messages back and forth. I made a tweet about it, but I didn't tag Fido in the tweet. I just used the name Fido. Mm -hmm. And Fido Solutions responded to my tweets. They must have like yeah, a little ping that pops up when they're like, oh, that can't possibly be true, is I think what they wrote. Must have been a, they sort of made it sound like I was making it up. And I'm like, no. You are a big fat liar. That's so true. That's everything true. you've ever said on this podcast is a lie. No credibility. Oh gosh, oh gosh. even that's making me feel so sick. No, but, no. Um, I'm joking. So they send a new phone. I'm like, no problem. Mistakes happen. The form to fill out the shipping stuff kept kind of refreshing itself. So I was like, maybe it was something I did. The new phone arrives. And there's no SIM card. Uh, so I call and get a new SIM card sent to me. This is now, it's been a week since I ordered it, if not more. And the new SIM card arrives. I pop it into the phone. I'm so excited because I've been using this shitty phone. And it's been like a little bit of a long time. And I've been going back and forth with Fido on Twitter and back and forth like with Fido on the phone and just trying to get it sorted out. And the SIM card that they sent me, no word of a lie, was activated to a phone number in Prince Edward Island. What? <laughs> To a man named Fred, whose last name will remain private. Wow. <laughs> um, Clamsman. And like I had to call and have it activated in part because when they shipped, I believe it's because they shipped the first one to the wrong address. They frozen my online account. So I can't go in and fix things myself or Why? check on things. That makes no sense. So I have to call somebody or like have discussions Ooh. with Fido on uh, their Twitter support. You have to deal with this via Twitter? But yeah. Not a human. Uh, the human um, no cool customer support after guys. I got my my um, SIM card activated because I couldn't activate it myself online. A lovely woman helped me. She activated. She asked me like three or four times. Are you sure that's the right number of the SIM card that we sent you? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Fargo uh, season two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And so I text my dad for my new phone. And I'm like, hey, dad, it's me. He's the first person I text. Really cool. And uh, he's like, is this your new phone number? A 1902 phone number? And I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening. And then uh, when I, I don't know how I knew this, but oh yeah, I called my old phone and this man's name pops up oh, no. on the phone. Fred. And I'm like, fuck, maybe, that's so weird. Maybe you got drunk and registered yourself <laughs> as the farmer man. Oh, man, Fred. <laughs> and uh, I... He finally has a name. Fred. Call back to Fido and I speak with a man and I explain the situation. And I think the total time that we were speaking was under a minute. And the total time I was on hold was 20 minutes because his mind was blown. He's like, we've never heard of this happening before. We'll send you a new SIM card. It will be there Monday. And I'm like, okay. And then I've just been, I was really tired. I had acupuncture that day. I was a bit of a mess and I just passed out. I fall asleep. Um, and the phone starts ringing. <laughs> And it's Fred's wife, and she's like really upset about the situation. One nine zero two phone numbers, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And I take the SIM card out, and uh, <laughs> Twitter support. I'd made another funny tweet about it, and the Fido support is like, oh, "We don't believe that that's possible." Uh, basically, like they're gaslighting they're me. They're like Holocaust deniers. <laughs> well, like a very, 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 very removed version. <laughs> but I just feel like they <laughs> deny everything. That's they are like deny they, they nothing. Not, <laughs> Some advice. So. I explained the situation. I'm like, please fill out this form. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> like, this has been going on for over a week. And well, they're like, it's not possible that a SIM card would be activated in some, to somebody else's phone. And I was like, well, it is possible. And they're like, mm, I don't think so. So what I did was I sent them a picture and the, then the SIM card. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> like we really fucked up. And then uh, I just explained to them that, you know, consistently over the past, I guess I've been with Fido since 2005. So 13 years. I've had consistently horrible customer service. And I don't think it's the individuals. Because they're like, give us the agent's name that sent you the SIM card. And I'm like, well, you should have that. Yeah. Like, don't ask me to throw this poor person under a bus. Yeah. Whether, you know, like, whether they worked in the call center or whether they're working on Twitter support. And it's like, I would like ma a manager's contact, uh, which takes me a lot to ask for. Um, and they said, this is... All uh, digital support is a, at a management level. I was like, that is not a thing. <laughs> that is not a thing. Um, so, yeah, they just have the worst customer service. Have you ever considered switching to a different provider? This is my fault. And this is the next part is that I had every opportunity to switch to a different provider. Uh, Fido and Rogers are the same, but I could have switched to Bell. But I've heard terrible things about Bell. Because I used to be Fido and they sucked. Like my first cell phone ever in... The year 1999, they were so bad, but I got drawn into it because in 1999 I was 13. And so, Same. uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, they have cute dogs in the ads. And mm -hmm. that's why I wanted that phone. Uh, and I forget how long ago I switched, but they suck so much and they they're suck awful. So much. And then I got a bill, like I've re like for a one gigabyte plan i've been paying over a hundred dollars a month for the past like four years what uh, and they wouldn't like change it and i kept missing the special so now i have like five gigabytes for 90 dollars a month but i just got my last bill for this shit phone and it's 133 dollars for last month because they probably were charging long distance calls for <laughs> 902 numbers fred yeah so wow i the sim card wasn't there <laughs> yesterday and i was like that's fine and then today i got home and I, there was a, a fedex envelope for me outside my door I was like yes I can like use my phone now 
Um, but it was actually just a really sweet package from my new employer with a bunch of product coupons and a oh, nice like, so welcome nice. to the company. And I was like, oh, well. And then my neighbor is like, hey, I just signed for a, a UPS package for you. So I went downstairs and got my new SIM card and I went to put it in. And of course, I can't activate it because they don't have access to my online account. <sighs> so new phone, new SIM card. It's all now within... But I will have to spend another like 20 minutes talking to somebody. Or... And their hold music is not good. It's crazy. Is it the one that's like. Yeah. It sounds like you're running away from something in an 80s horror movie. Do, 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 do. A lot of people have that too. It's not just John Carpenter. But like, yeah, not even as good as John Carpenter. There's a there's a This American Life episode about a a man's father or a person's father who's obsessed with that hold music. And so they find the person who wrote it and they like interview him because the person's like it's such an interesting hold music and you just hear it all the time and it just like gets under your skin and, and I'm like no that's what you think when you hear that I hate it so that's my nightmare yikes that I'll update like you guys next nightmare. yeah like it's been 12 days for something that should have been I and I was because I was afraid of the new store I didn't understand if it was just a Fido store anymore. It looks really flashy. But they've rebranded so many times. I don't times. understand what's happening. If it's a, like there's also fake Fido stores, like these like kind of satellite stores where you go in and they charge you for the phone and that comes off your next bill. So you get like a $700 phone bill. Ugh. I don't understand stuff. Yeah. Phones. I mean, I don't understand anything. I was I was phoneless for like three months. I broke oh. my I broke my phone while I was in Mexico. And How I, did that feel? Um, Kind of liberating. Muy bueno. Although, yeah. <laughs> Muy bueno. Me gusta mucho. Uh, my Spanish is not good. Well, it's better than ours. It's probably about as good as me. I can say dirty a lot of dirty things. Let's hear them. Oh no. Chinga oh, you're putting madre. me on the spot. Chinga tu madre. Este. <laughs> que pedo. No, I can. Yeah, I can. I can definitely shit talk in Spanish and say dirty things. That's cool. That's all you um, need. Yeah, pretty much. You'll it's make some good friends. It is all you need. <laughs> But yeah, I was I was phoneless. I mean, I, I missed a lot of important calls, which kind of felt weird. Um, and a lot of people thought I had died or like fell off the face of the earth. Because oh. I, I, uh, I, can I tell a totally unrelated to yes, retail yeah, story? Yeah, yeah that's what this podcast um, is really about. I went to, I went to Mexico City with uh, my now boyfriend, just some guy I was hanging out with. Not some guy, a guy that I was dating. <laughs> not some random ex. I was not stranger. kidnapped for human trafficking. But no, <laughs> I didn't have a phone. So I went to Mexico City and um, just wasn't thinking to check in or what. I didn't have my phone. I felt very liberated. And um, apparently my mom had tried to call me so many times. They put out a missing persons <gasps> report for oh, me. Oh, no. Yeah, Interpol was looking for me. Wow. Um, because I didn't. Well, that also speaks to the nature of my mother and that I didn't message her for two days and but she got also, a little crazy. There's just two days? Two days? That is a little crazy. A little bit crazy, but yeah. apparently Interpol was looking for me. So that was wow. pretty wild. You are so popular. Apparently. <laughs> no, I'm just really shit at communication, I think. But that's great. That's my dream. Like Jay, for, I don't know, his entire adult life, he's been trying to be less online and be, you know, less tapped into sort of social media and everything. Whereas I just somehow inadvertently wind up spending more and more of my life connected to my phone. And he keeps like trying to coach me and be like, like, I'll get him a, a message and be like, Oh, I should respond to it. And he's like, you don't have to respond right now. Like you can wait, you can wait like an hour or a day or like never respond ever. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I could, but 
that's not really me. I don't know. But then I see my mom who like if she doesn't respond to one of my texts in five minutes, she apologizes to me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that's fine. A text is not like from a different time, though, where. Yeah. People being polite was important. Yeah. And they've put out missing persons reports if you don't yeah. respond for two days. That's true. Yeah. I, one time, yeah, I went on a date one time with this guy who I wound up, uh, I was living not at home also, which is worth noting. This was, I was in like first year university and I went on a date with a guy. It's like after we had an exam and then uh, we were the last two people to finish the exam in this huge like giant lecture hall and we were sitting right beside each other and we were like, we had never spoken the entire class. And then he was like, I never talked to you cause you look like you were really mean and scary. And I was like, that's just my resting bitch face. I'm not mean. <laughs> um, but then afterwards we were like, well, that was a tough exam. And he was like, do you want to go out for a drink? And I was like, sure. And then it turned into like going for dinner and then going for a movie. And then like, I went back to his house. And then, so my mom was like, I called all the hospitals to see if you were then. And I was like, why? Like, well, that's so weird. Like, I just didn't check my phone for six hours. And she was like, I had called the hospitals. And I was like, I'm an adult woman. Yeah. Six but hours away is okay. That's weird though. Because when they, like when, when our parents were young, we didn't have, they didn't have mm-hmm. that like instant contact with, yeah. good point. with their parents, but I don't know why they expect us to be the same. I don't know. They expect us to be different. My mom would always tell me about when she was a kid, her mom would like pack her lunch for her and like put it in a backpack. And then my mom would just go exploring in the hills. And it's so nice. Sounds amazing. And she told me all about like these hills made of clay that like you could sink into. And I was like, quicksand, you got to like see real life quicksand. That's so cool. Very big concern. Yeah. When you're a child. And still now, but. Um, Okay, so I have a retail nightmare that happened at a restaurant, a very amazing restaurant. I will say the name of it, uh, The Arbor, which is connected to The Acorn, which are two uh, vegetarian restaurants on Main Street, which are like, The Acorn's like a little bit fancier, but it's still not even, like I always consider it to be so fancy, but then I'm like, it's not that fancy. It's just nice. It's just pretty. It's It's pretty. pretty. It's very nice. It's very well designed in there. No matter what seat it's you're sitting in. It's a beloved Vancouver restaurant. Yeah, it's Both great. Of them are. It's great. And all the people that I work with know that as a vegetarian, that if they want to do something nice for me, they will give me a gift certificate to there. And uh, please don't stop doing that. It's very much appreciated. But anyway, I was at the Arbor, which is sort of like the more casual version, which is on the same block. And uh, <laughs> I was there with Jay and one of our friends and we were headed over to my friend Sarah's place for a party afterwards. And so we were sort of like, Oh, do we have time to sit down and have a meal? Like it looks really busy in there. And so we, you know, they shoved us into this little corner and they're like, is this okay? And we're like, that's perfect. And since then Jay and I have come up with a name for that. If you're like, you have to eat, but you don't uh, have that much time. It's called a crunch, crunch and munch. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I've got a bit of a time crunch. So anyway, we were there. It was great. But we were all really close to, you know, shoved in close to the table next to us. And the whole time I was just watching the women beside us. It was two women eating there and uh, they ate all their food. They ate a bunch of food. And then when the bill came, they refused to pay for one of the things that they ordered. And they were getting really testy with the server. These women started refusing that. They were like, can we talk to this person? Is this person working? And the the server who was 
the nicest man. He was so friendly to us and very chatty and so accommodating of us being like, we got a real crunch and munch going on over here. And uh, there's a heated conversation. I don't really catch most of it. And I'm trying not to eavesdrop too much. But then, of course, when I go up to pay the bill, I'm like, please tell me everything that happened. What was going on? Those women seemed awful. And he told me the whole story. The server told the whole story. He was like, oh, well, he's like, oh, I don't even want to get into it. And then he immediately was like, let me tell you everything. I love it. Uh, yeah, I was instantly like, I'm giving you a really big tip. You are great. Um, so they apparently know someone who works in the kitchen and they thought that one of the p things that they ordered was pr very subpar. And so they were like, it can't have been this guy who made it. Like, who's making this food in the kitchen? It's terrible. But also, they ate the entire thing and didn't complain while they were eating it. Only when the bill came. So I think there are people like that. Like the the bridezilla you had to deal with. Yeah. There are people like that who just take and take and take and expect to get shit free that like that I call them all of my past relationships go on <laughs> but the the um the server to like he was like actually this meal is like the person who made it is like has actually won an award for this oh fuck for this special thing that they make so like no it's not your buddy or whatever who works in the kitchen it's this chef and somebody better yeah and I was just like so shocked that of like the the sort of I don't know sense of entitlement I guess that that I would never think to go into you know like I've had a million subpar meals in my life but I've never thought to be like well I'm not paying for it even though I ate it all and it's currently turning into poo inside of me <laughs> and I hope it's a good poo because good poos are great <laughs> your friend the nutritionist you should be able to go in and be like the meal that I had here gave me a bad poo so can I have a refund I'll be at every restaurant every day of the morning yeah, <laughs> that's awful I feel like my last last week's nightmare was like basically having a terrible meal and not saying anything yeah and that's because it just doesn't really matter to me that much uh and a lot of, a lot of times I just want to leave yeah but um I think people get charged out of those experiences and they're not they don't see conflict they don't even maybe see that as conflict which frightens me the two women it's just about getting what they want because that's scary like yeah they just kept because i was sitting the way the tables were is they were um beside each other but i was the weird one sitting on the little <laughs> end so i was staring directly at them and like watching their exchanges and they just kept they were like rolling their eyes back and forth at each other after the server was you know coming back and forth and trying to help them and being like okay so i've changed your bill to represent this and blah 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 and they just kept being like unbelievable unbelievable but he actually accommodated them yeah like because they just wouldn't shut up like and then I would literally throw something at them, but that's why I'm not a restaurant <laughs> server. So. I know. I would be like, Well, you ate the food and you didn't complain. Like I I'd say the the window of time when you can complain is like between like the first and fifth bites. Or if there's like a cockroach in it or like something gross. Like hmm. if you just if it's just you don't like it, yeah. Then you're a princess and suck it up. Yeah. Were they like stay at home Chardonnay moms? Like were they wearing yoga pants or <laughs> I don't really remember how they were dressed or what they look like. They were just sort of, they seem like middle-aged, maybe moms. They were just living a sad existence and wanted something to gossip about. Yeah, it day, was, it, that's what I it reminded in. me of. In. It reminded me of those, those people who just sort of create 
drama everywhere they go because it is exciting for and them. And because their life is sad. And yeah, and it gives them something to talk about. Yeah. Let's give them something to talk about. How about so food? much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, gave me, that gave me shivers, guys. <laughs> so, Kaylin, what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape? Sauvignon Blanc. I like I like a white wine. <laughs> I like a white wine. Like well, a yeah. literal grape varietal. I Very... love white wine too. I can you drink it? I get really depressed when I drink. I do too. So I have to be really careful. Like I found gluten-free beer is the best. I had a beautiful glass of Pinot Gris last night at the new version of Havana on Commercial Drive. And it was delicious and it seemed to be okay, but probably on Thursday. I will cry for no reason. Mm. I get like a three day. If I get drunk, I get a three day hangover. Like it Ooh. ruins my life. Yeah. I, it's, and it's like in Spanish, it's called cruda moral. Like, oh, it's, it's so it's like basically like you're, it's like a moral hangover. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's, a, no, it's okay. like a shame over. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, my head hurts. Oh, yeah. No, I There's can like, I get maybe like a called shame over. It's really good. Oh, sore, okay. maybe a sore stomach the next day. And I used to always try to drink. Like, I really love. I had a huge beer while we were doing this podcast and it was great. And I had to do a calculation to think like I had a glass of wine last night. I had two beers just now. In three days from now, I will be depressed. And I'll have to, I have now like almost like an alert in my brain, kind of like when you eat beets and you poop and you're like, no, it's fine. You're not dying. <laughs> it's just not beets. dying. Yeah, I'm it's just, just like, <laughs> it's just like whatever it is, that sensitivity, like just so you know, you don't want to die. It's just your reaction to alcohol. And this is what happens when you start getting old. It, I actually it, was like this my whole life. Really? Because yeah. for me, it's been like sit, like when I hit 30, it was like... It definitely gets worse in your 30s. Yeah. When I hit 30, it was like, you are a garbage human if you drink alcohol into my excess. My friend Katerina, when I turned 30, was like, welcome to your dirty 30s. And I thought it was going to be so exciting. And she's like, no, it's horrible. Dirty because like, like your head is in the toilet bowl for yeah. three days. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't... Like you shit. just feel like shit. You're depressed all the time because you're trying to drink the way that you did when you were 20. I don't know. I just wish um, my friend Pascal Degay on Twitter, a great follow, made a comment. She made a tweet, and I think I've brought it up like a 17 times on this podcast, where she says she finds it very interesting how people talk about how drunk they're getting, and three days later they talk about how depressed they are on social media. There's a correlation, folks. There is for sure. And then somebody would like she got, took a bunch of slack for it because she's like, "You're you're mental health shaming." And she's like, wrote back. She's like, I suffer from mental health issues. This is this is a reality, and I, and I agree with that. Like, that is my reality. Oh, absolutely, it's definitely Me too. connected. Me too. And I just love that people are like talking about it, and making connections, and yeah. And I, I like that I realized it. Like, I realized it really like about a year and a half ago when I was having panic attacks. But for work, I was like traveling. I was doing trade shows and talking at events, and like afterwards having like rich meals and like three glasses of wine and going to bed, and then. 
trying to cope with extreme stress and like kind of like creating this like constant deficit. It's it's hard. Like I, fi- I find I like reward myself when it's like, oh, I've had a hard day. I'm going to reward myself with something that's going to make me feel like shit. Depressed. Like yeah. it's fucked up. That's it's- why I now just have like hour long baths every day. <laughs> I have a lot of baths. I love baths. They're so uh, like... Usually everyone's like, ew, gross, why? And then I'm like, because it's like getting to hang out in a tiny ocean (laughs) while you like do whatever you want to do. It's great. I've also gone out with friends and just had like mocktails or Mm -hmm. club soda and I've had just as much fun. Yeah. But I'm really excited. Like I'm excited right now for people. I'm excited about things that people talk about and the openness that we have and the acceptance that I'm seeing in the world. I know that it's like I have this just like this sliver uh, and that my friends are like just like awesome people and the people that I interact with on social media that inspire me. But people talking about like just what health is mm-hmm. and also like and how it's different for different people. Yeah, well, I think people are starting to point. realize that mental health is just as important as physical health. Like yeah. and the two are very, very correlated. Correlated. Correlated? Yeah. Coalated? No, they're correlated. <laughs> they're collated. They're and collated. <laughs> Color coded. Whole punch. No, mental health and physical health are very Yeah. And it makes related. so much sense that it's gonna be connected. Because also like your brain can control all your organs, which is really scary too. When I was a kid, it totally freaked me out when I realized that like my eyeballs aren't seeing, my brain is. Yeah. That like was a weird thing for me to wrap my mind around. Like my eyeballs are not seeing this. They're just like. They're just. Receptors. Yeah. And then my brain is. screens. Yeah. Processing the information and turning it into. scaring me. Also the weird thing, someone made a tweet (laughs) about this recently. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry. But someone was like, the brain named itself. (laughs) (laughs) Just because like humans came up with a name for the brain and like you thought. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. um, A a little bit my boy. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Wait, cut our ticket? Wait, I got a new favorite grape. Oh, shit. It's okay. I realized I've been out at like several different functions. Jay keeps taking photos of these bottles of wine because that's how he remembers you know like yeah. get this for jessica she likes it but i do uh, a less evolved uh version of that where i try and peel the label off like <laughs> drunkenly and then people are like what are you doing <laughs> like in my kitchen and i'm like oh i'm just trying to get this and then they're like oh here let me help you and then we're like running it underwater and we're like it's not working uh, but there's uh, a winery in BC called A Sunday in August. And oh. everything that I've had from there is amazing. And they have this one one red wine that normally I can't drink red wine, but I think it's a Lambrusco. And it's an effervescent red wine. And it's amazing. Mm. Is he red? Yeah. It's never has. It's so good. And all the all the labels are like these beautiful, like sort of pastel paintings of like figures. I feel like like Zoe Deschanel owns that winery. Oh really? Or something. Oh no! <laughs> Why? She's got great hair. And everything's so. Five hundred days of summer. Sounds <laughs> um, very charming. It's they're all really good. I tried one yesterday. Uh, I went over to former guests Rob and Regan, uh, Robert Onsick and Regan Taylor. Went over to their place and it was funny because I was driving Regan home from work and she was like, I'm just going to text Rob and make sure he's like wearing clothes because they live in a south face or north facing apartment, but very warm. And so she's like, he might be like not wearing clothes. And then we came in and he's not wearing a shirt and he was about to pour himself a glass of white wine (laughs) from this winery. And he was like, oh, you've caught me white handed. (laughs) Gross. No, I mean, he's 
pouring white wine. Shirtless great. pouring white wine. That sounds uh, very sensual. I like it. Well, his name is Mr. Merlot for a reason. Oh, heaven. <laughs> He's very handsome. Um, is it warm in here or is it just me? No, it's You're just here. thinking of Mr. Merlot. Uh, yeah. Coming up also new Mr. Merlot album. It sounds really good. Okay. Uh, but no, that wine, it was like an organic wine that we tried and it tastes a lot like cheese and feet maybe. But oh. still good. Anyway, so anything. I can't, I can't see how that would be good. But well, like this if you one have a fruit fetish and you love cheese. Well, I just mean like. I like it. <laughs> let's let's we, experiment with that. This wine we're drinking I've now, I feel like tastes like cheese, but in a good way, you know? No. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, is it time for a worst present? Oh, we're going to do click it or ticket. Oh, click it or ticket. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Can we do both? Yeah. I have so many things to bitch about. So. Okay, yeah. I'm Let's, a very ungrateful person. Do you want to do um, click it or ticket first or? Click it. Let's okay. click it, All right, baby. Okay. Click it. Click right in. <laughs> Those sound effects stay in the show. I'm just trying to think of like what the sound of like clicking your seatbelt would be like in a spaceship. <laughs> What's the guy from... Uh, Oh, what's the police police academy that does the like, oh, noise sound Winslow. effects? Yeah. Yeah. I never saw any of those, but I've heard so many people doing he, impressions of him. He could do a seatbelt noise. Can can we add that in in post? <laughs> <laughs> we already, yeah, that was uh, impressive. Winslow? Michael Winslow, yeah. The people I want to give a ticket to are Value Village. Oh, okay. Um, I was there today and I literally can't afford to shop there. Mm. Yeah. I can like that's a, it's a sad day and it doesn't like I work full time I'm a I'm a hardworking individual a, yeah. but I can't afford to pay like twenty four ninety nine for a forever twenty one dress yeah. shit that's, that's more than it was at more, forever yeah, twenty one like, it was like four dollars at forever twenty one <laughs> but yeah. yeah I just was so I was enraged. They're and, also um, not a charity like most no, thrift stores are. No, they're, so. what are what are they putting? Like it's just it's a it's a racket. I was looking at some earrings. They were thirty nine ninety nine for a pair of secondhand earrings. Like which they were silver. Were donated. They're everything donated. there is donated. They were silver, yeah, which is cool. But they were probably like around that much, and they've been in somebody else's ear holes. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to pay that much for something that's penetrated somebody else's body. It oh. was just really like I felt violated the fact they were trying to yeah, it's gross take all my money from me. And it's a sad day when you can't afford to shop there. When you can't afford to shop at Value Village. Oh, I just hurt my heart a bit. That in Quebec, it's called Village de Valeur. Oui, Village de Valeur. I love it. <laughs> it just made me think so much about like consumption and like fast fashion. It got me really really heated today. I was really riled up about it. Just it how also much shows me that the buyers or the people pricing aren't aware of what totally clueless what's happening in the yeah, market. They've but never that, been to a forever 21. And then the thing is these clothes don't sell. So then they go to the rag yards where people pick through them again and they maybe go to vintage. And from that point, they just get reprocessed into like rag or shipped to third world countries. And it's like the carbon footprint of it just like Whereas like if you price this fairly, people would buy it and it would go to a second home and it's like, that's the end of it. Yeah, that's a good point. But it's just like it continues because they're not pricing it fairly and it just enraged me. I got really cranky. That's fair. I was very crispy How about much it. Of, what kind of a ticket do you want to give them? 
Um, I want to give them like monetary wise mm-hmm. or seventeen ninety nine because that's the price <laughs> of the Forever Twenty One T shirt that I was looking at. And well, they can, that's crazy. They nothing. No T shirt in the history of Forever Twenty One has been over like twelve dollars. No, nothing. No, not at all. So yep. bizarre. I was pretty crispy. Seventeen ninety nine. That's right. how much you. That's seventeen million less yeah. than I expected. Nine hundred thousand. It's a good amount. I have a ticket. What is it? Uh, well, I went to Vancouver Island this weekend. Oh. And I uh, was going to visit Jay's family there. And uh, we did not have reservations for the ferry. We tried to get them, but they were 100% booked up. So we figured, oh, it'll be okay. Not the case. We wound up waiting at the ferry on both sides for four hours each. So the, the travel time for the entire weekend was 20 hours. <laughs> How much did you pay? For, to get on the ferry, $92 one way. That's a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, it was very expensive. You could have flown for cheaper. Do you know this? No, I looked up the the prices and it's like $300 to fly. Oh, yeah. season. Yeah. And it was also very interesting because there was like a 35 year anniversary of like Hell's Angels chapter. In right, that was all over the news. So there's a bunch of Hell's Angels on the ferry. Always comforting. They honestly are always the most courteous gentlemen I have ever encountered. I'm always like, I see the patches and I'm like, oh, I'm so scared. And they're like, after you, madame. They have a code of conduct. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I will say about that. So anyway, my ticket is not for the gang members. It is for... Yeah, uh, don't do that. Uh, no. Please don't take it. No. Not on, well, I'm on the podcast. Continue being chivalrous, please, sirs. Uh, no, my ticket is for the people surrounding me on our ferry ride over there. Uh, so for the uninitiated, the ferry going to Vancouver Island is... Uh, if you take it from one terminal, it's an hour and a half. If you take it from another, it's an hour and 40 minutes. There was a man in front of me who had his text sound set to like a choo-choo train whistle. <laughs> so every maybe 30 seconds, it was like toot toot. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to kill someone. So he's like really popular. Uh, or is just like texting himself. I don't know. Like, can you do he's that just texting with Fido. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the man behind me got on a conversation uh, with someone who I believe was his mother because at the end he kept talking about how like how nice it was to chat and like I love you too and blah 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 but he was talking about this new woman that he's dating oh. and he was talking about how he thinks he should uh, spend more time at the smorgasbord sampling the buffet so to speak oh my is that God. like code for eating pussy <laughs> I mean I hope so for the women's sake what does but it mean for her? I think it means no I think it means like I should just like be a player I'll and play fuck the around field. yeah oh, g- good luck sir and then so uh, how old was he maybe 38 oh, I don't know he's fucked like not, not lock a, it down bro it's the best you're gonna yeah, get yeah not a young guy but he was a definite bro like sunglasses baseball hat indoors oh, um, like back of the head, so I couldn't really see. <laughs> back of the head, so like Guy Fieri, full yeah, blown. but like not as endearing somehow. Um, and then there was a woman who was wearing those toe shoes, those like running toe shoes, and she had them up on a seat, like up on the back of a seat. Oh yes, I, I posted picture. a photo of it, yeah. and I made sure to blur everyone's face in it because I didn't want to shame them because none of them were uh, the woman who was doing that. So anyway, I find all of those people. Uh, four hundred and twenty dollars and sixty nine cents. <laughs> uh, learn how to like we w- we have all been waiting in this ferry lineup for four hours. Unless you are a walk on passenger, then you just walked right on. No, they're doing reservations for walk on now. Really, so, I heard that. Yeah, Oof. is it because they cut back on services? Because that's never been the case. I think so. Okay, 
They need more fairies running. I also want to find, uh, I don't know, BC fairies. Do it. And just say, uh, please have more ferry services and more reservations. I don't know. I don't Stop know what to... spending government dollars on marketing and or making just do yourself it better. a floating mall. Yeah. It's a transportation vehicle. Like all the people who work there are lovely and nice. And, you know, they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. They have a little tent set up with water. So the people sitting in their cars don't uh, That's amazing. <laughs> die. And, you know, we're all we're all feeling the heat and we're feeling the mania of sitting in your car for 10 hours at a time. But it doesn't mean that you have to have a choo-choo sound <laughs> on your phone with the sound on. And like, if you're looking at your phone, this is what, okay, this is a problem I have to anyone who's actively on their phone and they're still, they still have the sound alerts going mm-hmm. like, Throw your phone into the ocean. I don't even think I have a ringtone. Like I literally, <laughs> my phone is always on silent. Like I yeah. don't have a ringtone. Once I had a Rihanna ringtone. That song. What song was my it? My dad called it would go rude boy, <laughs> and then I turned it off. My ringtone Paid is so much money for dad. Is a Devo <laughs> song. You can make your own song ringtones. I could ask Farmer Man. Yeah. To and we go. Your phone was ringing. Oh my god, Nancy! Your phone was ringing. Is that a computer? <laughs> is that a is it a little satellite? Can it? Can I use it to water my crops? Oh, you can use it to crop dust. <laughs> my market. Okay, for the listener, Alicia, I gave Alicia a face cloth earlier, and she has now used it a as a bib at various points, and b as now she's using it as like a little kerchief, like a southern belle, and fanning you are straight herself. Straight up a southern dandy. You yeah. Are. The 1920s Louisiana I'm you're a plantation Alicia's owner. not here. It's the farmer man. <laughs> the farmer man is stepping out for the night. <laughs> oh, bye, farmer. Bye, guys. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was a very delicate exit that he just <laughs> made like, out of the room. He just yeah, when out. I arrived here, I was dripping in sweat from biking here. Which you were is, dripping in sweat. You were glowing. You, you were glistening. Beautiful. I have that thing where like it's, it's pretty glistening. You were the glorious lady of wrestling. Oh. Really didn't like that show. I haven't watched it. I, I just haven't like it. it. I'm just like referencing wrestling. the original I like organization. Men who right, wrestle. right. <laughs> I like attractive men who wrestle. Who cares? Um, Do you have a ticket? <laughs> How much was your ticket? Four hundred and twenty dollars and sixty nine cents. Okay. I feel like I undercharged uh, Valley Village. Well, no, it's seventeen million nine hundred ninety. Okay, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. I I decimalized wrong. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Do you have a ticket, Alicia? I'd say Fido. Oh man. I mean, I want to give them a ticket for $133. Um, It's tough. I've had a really weird week, but I'm going to stick with my original plan. Whenever I don't have the dog, I cycle everywhere pretty much. And I've noticed a lot of people this, and it's specific to the summer. It was not a problem last summer. I don't know what's happening. The sidewalks are bad in the city, but pedestrians just walking on the streets. What? They're idiots. All of them. Yeah, and then it's like all really just on the really sidewalks. bad at getting places. I've like really like abandoned my rule about not being on the sidewalks if it's like safer. But the um people just strolling down the street instead of taking the sidewalk, see it every day. People are getting shittier and shittier by the day. Yeah. And it doesn't help when it's hot out because everyone's just like, oh fuck it, I'm desperate. My thighs are chafing. I just I'm just gonna go where the wind takes me. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other thing I've seen a lot of, um, whether I'm in a car or I'm walking or I'm cycling, 
are runners running on the street. Yeah. And we've seen this a few times. But they're going like 60 kilometers an hour a lot of times. <laughs> they so are going fast. 60, 69. But last night on Commercial Drive, I was biking home after uh, a <laughs> show. It's really impressive. <laughs> um, and a guy was weaving, getting on the sidewalk in Commercial Drive, which is one of our busier streets in Vancouver. A very narrow street, too, for such a uh, busy street. Yeah. It's really just two lanes going either way. So he was hopping off the sidewalk when he saw people on the sidewalk, like at cafes or like milling around the entrance of a bar, having cigarettes. So he'd get off and then run on commercial drive. And I was behind him for a little bit. And so many times because he was listening to his Walkman, oh. didn't know he was behind Wait, him. Wait, sorry, it was a Walkman? Uh, what do you call him? iPod. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, I want to go home. <laughs> I'm going home. What a farmer ranch. <laughs> the face you cloth is back. <laughs> also, I feel like we need to tell the listener that it is like a child-sized face cloth that I got it's from so old. Yoko Yaya. It's not even old. I was going to ask if it was the Japanese dollar store. It's from Yoko Yaya, and they're the twin fantasy stars thing or whatever what is it twin stars there's a swan there there's the cute little like blue hair and pink Anyways, hair it's mine now and they're on a giant swan and there's palm trees that are made of flowers and a rainbow and clouds and it's beautiful dreamy as beautiful <laughs> so i want to give that people that are on the street when they shouldn't be on the street a ticket and that ticket is losing their baby toe <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say virginity <laughs> worst present from a family member the worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Oh boy. Um. So my dad and I aren't super close. Okay. We're somewhat estranged, and so needless to say, I am somewhat estranged from his family as well. Uh, and my dad's mother was a very strange woman, and for my thirteenth birthday, um, I opened a present, and it was this long, <laughs> long, thin. I, I very strange shaped package, but a foot long, thin, no idea what it was, opened it. And it was a, looked like a paint stir stick, but okay. like with like a divot out of it. And I literally had no idea what it was. Um, so my dad called his mother and it was a, um, old fashioned uh, dildo. No, it was, <laughs> it was a thing to, when you open the, the oven, you could, it was like a, you could pull out the oven rack. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a really bad gift. Sick for my thirteenth birthday. Well, from my estranged grandmother. She's probably thinking you're gonna be married off soon, and you're gonna be baking pies for if your I'm husband. Going to be a trophy wife. Yeah. Someday you I a need to child. Have you don't want child bride. If I'm going to be a child bride, you don't want to hurt your manicure. Exactly. I need to know how to pull out an oven rack. You need to know without, how to pull out. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> Never pull out. Uh, but I need to be able to deal with an oven rack without hurting myself. Wow. So, which is very appropriate to a 13-year-old girl. My grandmother just gave us money. It was great. Speaking of pulling out, I'm sorry. I just need to show you both. Are you pregnant? I'm not. I hope. Uh, Jay had a vasectomy. It's cool. Uh, Fact check it. But I do have... I do I'm have, sorry. I'm not up to date with my no, facts on the podcast. No, it's cool. It's not really something I broadcast, but now I do, apparently. Uh, everyone get a vasectomy. It's really cool. Um, I do have like the period tracker app. And today, the insight that it gave me was a, uh, an article called, Can the Pullout Method Be Considered Contraception? And look at the fucking picture that they used for Jesus. it. Heavens. It's a picture of a man who sort of vaguely resembles like maybe if Peter Weller and Nicolas Cage had a child together. And he has a 
white sort of like drama mask. It's like a double-faced Phantom of the Opera yeah. mask. <laughs> I've only ever gotten pregnant once using the pull-out method. Um, so jury's don't still do it. out. Uh, but it's, yeah, it was so horrific that I was just like, good God. That's that turns worst. you off sex altogether. Maybe that's their... That turned you off? <laughs> oh, <laughs> never mind. Oh, yeah, me, me too. Me yeah, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, so that's the worst present ever from my period tracker, <laughs> who's yeah. basically now a family member to me because it knows me more intimately than most family members. So did you... Okay, the oven stick. It's literally a, like a paint stirrer. Do you still have you, it? I don't know. I think my mom might have it. In your dowry. (laughs) Apparently. No, it's like, it literally looks like a Home Depot paint stir stick, but with like a weird little hook divot carved out of it. I think it was like a Mennonite paint or Mennonite, not a paint stir, a Mennonite oven oven rack hook puller. I don't know. Artisanal. Who's your pop of the week? Pop of the week. I have a life puppo and he's my sweet, sweet baby boy, Rigby. Rigby. Um, he's the tiniest little black chihuahua-ish, adorable little dog. Alicia, you met him when I first got him. Like, he's a lovely dog. It was probably 2011 when I first mm-hmm. got him. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple months have been a little touch and go with him. He's been on the verge of death, complete like renal failure. Just like his body was like, fuck everything. We're shutting down. But he bounced back. And That's amazing. No explanation. And he's uh, as wild as ever. And just my sweetest. <laughs> ba- he's He wins the award for best boy. Absolutely. <laughs> best boy goes to Rigby. Um, he can say I love you. Have you seen my videos on Instagram of him saying? Yeah, he's I amazing. Yeah. I need to follow you immediately. Wait. Like, I have, like, a video on my phone. Do you guys want to hear him say I love yes, you? Yes, yeah, of course. Wait, this is exactly what everyone wants this to hear. This is amazing. Will it work if I, like, hold my... Yeah, just hold the, the hold. speaker up to the microphone. Okay, wait. This is pretty cool. <laughs> I just did this today. This is um, current. Okay. This is me talking to my dog. Love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. that's so great it's pretty cool that's amazing yeah i love it like i i just i yeah he when i wake up he's standing on my throat (laughs) and when i go to bed his like body is right against my body and we just yeah we're we're soulmates you're like i'm I'm gonna cry out of just one eye (laughs) he's He's pretty special, and I, I almost lost. Oh, I'm going to cry. Too. I almost lost him, but he bounced back. And That's so, so glad great. And to he's, be too soon. Yeah, he's the sweetest baby boy. Magic. Yeah. Who's your puppo? I have two puppos. All right. Once we finally got to Campbell River, <laughs> after the ordeal of getting there, we had dinner at Jay's uncle's house. I've never met Jay's uncle before. He's a magical, uh, I'm going to say septuagenarian named <laughs> Trevor. Trevor's not an old man. I know. I've never. Well, Jay's mom's name is Oriel, too, which is a bit of a strange name. They were born in England. So I feel like they ran out of maybe Trevor was a. Oh, Trev. Yeah. Trev. Pop on the lorry. (laughs) Fancy a shag, Trev. Uh, I'm sure he would. Um, he's given my number. <laughs> well, uh, he's in Campbell River. He wants everyone to move to Campbell River. Four hour ferry wait. No, uh, I'm not do it. no. You just Sorry, gotta Trev. plan ahead, make a reservation. But he's lovely. He's this magical man. Uh, he lives in this beautiful house right on the beach, and he has these two beautiful puppos. 
Um, so I guess I have three puppos, Trevor, Jay's <laughs> uncle. And he's like, I thought I was, you know, like anyone who listens to this podcast will say like, I have a dirty mouth. This man <laughs> can really like out disgust me. Um, but his two dogs are amazing. He has one. His older dog is named Dexter. And he's, I don't even know what kind of dog it, he is. He's just like an old, kind of maybe like Scotty dog who just needs a haircut. But he's recently, he's gotten diabetes. So he gives him two injections a day of insulin. And he just woke up one morning and he was blind. But he can still hear really well and he can smell really well. So you just have to call his name and tell him, you know, where to come. But he, he, because there was more people over than usual, he was like bonking into my legs and stuff a little bit. And so Dexter's beautiful. But then he also has another dog uh, named Teddy, who I'm pretty sure is a Tibetan Spaniel. Looks a little bit like a Lhasa Apso. Um, just looks like an Ewok, basically. And he's five and he's adorable. And he just, as soon as I met him, he was like, basically like licking me and jumping all over me. And Teddy's amazing. And Jay and I went for a walk on the beach with him and I found a really cool beach <laughs> roadkill. What's it called? Beach wave kill. Um, I don't know. A dead animal on the beach. No, it was but it was a, um, what's the thing with the conical anus? Oh, an urchin. Yeah. I found a sea urchin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I found a sea urchin that had just left this, uh, earthly realm. How do you know? Uh, because it still had all the spikes on it and had a bunch of flies surrounding it, but okay. it was huge. It was like the size of a large uh, pastry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because they're you know round and uh, they, they look really beautiful. Like that, there's one right on the um, on on my shelf that is smaller, like beside the plant there. That little round thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's one. That's its like exoskeleton. They're really beautiful. And Jay's uncle collects them. So I like left him for left it for him. And he was like, you got to take this with you. This is an amazing. This is a huge one. Like I never find these. And I was like, yeah, but we're going to be sitting in our car for 10 hours tomorrow in the heat. And he was like, yeah, put it in the back. And I was like, we have a Yaris, sir. Like this is not. Stop bragging, Jess. Um, yeah, I've got a Yaris. It is twelve years old. It does not contain smell very well, but it. Yeah, well, it does actually. It holds on to every smell really well. Um, but anyway, so those are my island puppos. Also saw uh, bald eagles. Oh yeah, you did some great um, stories on Instagram. Yeah, it made me laugh very hard. Eagly boys. Um, <laughs> Eagly boy. Hey, boy boy. <laughs> uh, and then we saw a beach deer, which was very cute. Not a beached deer. No, a beach. A deer on the beach. Okay. Because uh, there's like, is uh, that like an actual variety, or you, you just no? Saw he was one. just walking along the beach eating blackberries. Like what it was a lovely. Really like that guy. Vision. Yeah. Yeah, but sea bambi. Yeah, basically. But his mom's still doing great. Uh, so anyway, yeah, there was a lot, lots of good puppos on the island, despite the 20 hour travel time for something that should have been maybe like three hours round trip. I was going to visit some friends that are visiting from Russia who are renting off of Campbell River. And I had a very limited amount of time off last year. And I looked into getting there via ferry. Mm -hmm. so it was off of Camp the only way to get there is go through Campbell River. Is it on Quadra? Yeah, it would be two days of travel for four days off. Yeah, ours was two days of travel for one day of hanging out. So it was a bit. Yeah, uh, it's really bonkers. far. Worth it. And that really <laughs> is Canada in a nutshell. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You, if you're like, yeah, you're in the same province, but 
It takes 12 hours. But it's yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. That's what touring in Canada is like for all you bands who want to tour in Canada. America is scary for other reasons, but Canada is scary for others. Mm-hmm. But like America has like 50 states and each state has a capital and Canada yeah. has like, like how many actual decent provinces do we have? Like, like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So many garbage provinces. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot you can skip over. Yeah. I think each of them is special in their own way. Really? They're all puppos. I've been to every major city in Southern Canada. I haven't been to, you know, the Northwest Territories or any of the territories, actually. I've just been to all the provinces and I love them all. They all have their own quaint charm and their own reasons why you would and would not live there. Housing yeah. prices. Oh, yeah. Winters, I've got my eye on you, Prince Edward Island. Winters and bugs. Um, Who's your puppo? I mean, begrudgingly, it's going to be Hank. Oh, uh, I can't speak. Good night. He's How been, many wines have you had? Two. He's been barking a lot, but I love him. And he does that thing where, like, I think because I've had him since he's so small, like, we're just so close. And we're, you know, very similar in our own ways. I think that if I were almost two, I would be similar, very similar to Hank. Yeah. Um, You'd be like, let's keep breastfeeding forever. Man, breastfeeding was the best. <laughs> Um, I don't know where to start with all of my other puppos. Like I'm leaving a job and I love a lot of people that work there. So they're my puppos. You shall rename nameless. Uh, rename nameless. <laughs> Reblame blubla. Resame blingo. Yeah. Something in a something and you do it with a dingo. Um, Is that your puppo, the dingo? Yeah. Um, oh, no, oh. no, no I, never mind. This is like... I have a story about a dingo, but it's like way too abstract. Anyway. And I don't know, like, um, my new puppo is I really like the person I'm seeing for acupuncture. I'm covered in cupping bruises. I noticed that. I was about to ask you who hurt you, but, um, it's, yeah, it looks like I was thrown down a flight of stairs. Turns out shoulder frozen as I suspected was freezing. Yeah. There's this weird mystery with shoulders (sighs) where if it happens once before it can just happen again. For no reason, but there's a lot of buildup to this happening, like lots of lifting Hank up, um, Mm -hmm. my lame dog Hank, and sleeping in a tiny like postage stamp area while Hank takes up the whole bed. But yeah, I went to see my old physiotherapist and he put these weird fucking stickers on me, which were total bullshit. I went to see a new physiotherapist and she's like, no, no, yeah, mm -hmm, it's freezing, Uh, which would explain uh, the screaming in the middle of the night. Uh, Thank you, past guest Jeffrey Beebe for not going crazy while you were a guest at my house. I would just wake up in the middle of the night screaming. Um, yeah, so my puppo is all the people that dedicate themselves to helping other people get better. It's real sweet of you. Yeah. 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 Kaylin, yeah. <laughs> people want to <laughs> hire you for their expensive weddings. Where would they find you? I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't really have anything no, important just, about myself. Uh, I have an Instagram page. Oh, yeah. What's uh, that? It's just at Kaylin Murray. It's not very Perfect. exciting. It's like my dog, flowers. That's exactly that's what every. Yeah, those exciting. are the two things we care about. It's, it's, yeah, my dog and flowers. Perfect. We like composting, too, but it's not Instagrammable. Um, just like rotting foliage. I can I do that as well. There's a lot of rotting foliage in my life. So. Jessica is super into flowers and plants, so you guys should definitely... Oh, we, should, we should... Oh, I see it. Hang out. But I still want to be both the friends with you guys, too, okay? Just because I don't go outside of the house. Um, uh, yeah. No sorry. Uh, it's We're just going on like a... No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I know really, it's not fair. I would really be into hanging out with the I two was of you together. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We do that sometimes. Yeah. Three-way, 69. 
fine. No, thank you. You'll be just fine without me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just you and I, Jessica. Okay. Jessica we're just going to... Just two-way 69. Jessica, you got anything wrong. coming up? I have a show coming up in August. Uh, it is Smooth Fest, Ooh. which is... Former guest, former Popo, previously discussed uh, Robert Onzik's mm-hmm. record label festival. <laughs> um, so Energy Slime is playing that. It's August 11th, I believe, at Dynamo Arts. There's going to be lots of, lots of DSing over there. Um, yeah, we've got a new song. I'm really excited. Jay just uh, did it. Like, I had a really busy day yesterday and I came home and Jay was like, do you want to hear this new song I made a demo for? And he was like, you know, classic Jay being like, oh, I don't know if it's any good. And I listened to it. <laughs> and I was like, it's amazing. Like I like lost my mind. It's so good. It's called Zucchini Castle, oh, which wow. apparently he like wrote that. Like I said, Zucchini Castle months ago. I don't even remember saying it. Uh, That's just in your normal vocabulary. Of yeah. Well, say. there's there's like a, a Bee Gees album called Cucumber Castle. And I think I jokingly said zucchini castle and then jay wrote a song about it and it's so good so i'm so excited we're gonna have a new song we're gonna play it and it's gonna be great and our drummer sean and our second keyboardist layla it's gonna be their last show ever so it's gonna be like a big party oh, yeah, they're moving. Rest in peace. yeah he's moving back to toronto and she's moving to france to be a teacher and so i'm like very sad because it's like my favorite my favorite uh, lineup of the band ever. So it's going to be a special night. Everyone come to Smooth Fest. Mr. Merlot's going to play. There's going to be, I'm going to get a bottle of that, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, that, sparkling red? The sparkling red, whatever it is. This sounds just like the most sensual evening It's going to be extremely sensual. You should come down. Uh, yeah, I might. <laughs> I'll probably wear velvet. Oh, it's going to get be- hot though better be like a velvet like high thigh slits or like a velvet tube dress i just decided i want this velvet like a little like tube top dress on you. yeah well and i just, saw one at value village today but it was no, but like 38 dollars yeah 420 69 and 69 cents yeah, yeah. Um, Alicia, do you have anything coming up? Um, the re-release of the Young and Sick podcast, which is now called the Super Sick Podcast with Kevin and Alicia. That's even better. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love it. That'll come out next week. Um, uh, we're just getting some things changed and uh, thank you for waiting on that. Uh, it's just a little update on what happened with that and an update on how Kevin and I feel these days. For people that don't know, the uh, show Alicia Tobin's Come Draw With Me starts up again September 22nd at Little Mountain Gallery. What? I'm so Um, excited. And uh, yeah, so people that love to draw with me, please come and draw again. It's happening and it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I miss doing it. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> this not. has been I'll Retail be Nightmares Podcast. If you would like to donate to our Patreon account, that money goes to basically buying wine, paying Jay, and paying vet bills and cab rides and a few extras that it provides for us so we really appreciate it we've got some exclusives coming out and uh, that we've was got one of some them. burps that was free that's just a teaser <laughs> um i would oh my gosh can that be ex- exclusive or it's just like an hour long of me you're gonna barf i want i know ne- i've never barfed from burping you will this time i, I mean like maybe throwing up a little bit in the back of my throat yeah, but like yeah that's yeah it's not barf. It doesn't count. If you swallow it, it doesn't count. Jessica's like having the best little sister ever. 
If you swallow um, it, it doesn't count. That goes for anything. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah. Anything and everything. <laughs> um, if you'd like to <laughs> so give us sorry. a positive rating on iTunes, we would love it. If you want to give us a negative rating on iTunes, please don't. Life is really hard. Also, if you've given us a positive rating, you can't take it back. <laughs> oh, yes. That happened? No. Just okay, like good. Imagining if someone liked us and then I started burping too much and they were like, actually, only four stars. I think people really like the burping. Yeah. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. Yeah, it. it's true. We're going to sweep the burpees this just year. So real. <laughs> it's so real. You know what? Burps happen. Why edit them out? They do happen. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> They're the best. Sometimes Hank burps. It's really cute. <gasps> That's my favorite. He does a lot of reverse sneezing. Oh, does he reverse sneeze? Yeah. Like the honking. Like terrifying. I love it. Goes, they open their mouth. <laughs> you just like pry their mouth open and they stop. Oh, I heard just as a style to rub their chest. Oh, I've just been assaulting my dog. <laughs> <laughs> After Hank went swimming, it seems to be a little bit stuffed up. So I'm going to go take him to the vet too. Oh, jeez. Anyways, uh, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Kaylin, I'm so happy you're back and that you were on the podcast. Yeah, um, everybody who listens, thanks so much for listening and for uh, for enjoying our podcast. It and means a lot to us. Sending for being you. pictures of dough to me. and pic- Like I've had multiple people send me pictures of dough. Dogs. I sent you a dough one today. And, oh, I didn't even see it. It's like a dough baby. <gasps> I saw the dough baby today. Yeah. Someone tagged me in that today. There you go. That's uh, probably why you didn't realize I sent it to you in a private message. <laughs> it's personal. People sent me dough, sour cream, cookie dough, like savory dough, sweet dough, sour cream, and dog pictures like all in one week. And I was like. That actually sounds like my whole life. I finally made it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you're famous now. I'm on top of the world. Thank you, everybody. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.